Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, February 7th, 2022. That's the day. It's National Periodic Table Day. It's episode 79. I never had to memorize the periodic table, so I'm not a big periodic table guy. But I know there's probably fans in this room. I mean, I guess I'm a fan of the periodic table. I don't. I also don't know anyone who ever had to memorize it. I still use it quite a bit, but they just provide it on the sheet, so that's mm-hmm. nice. Shout out to the profs. I thought you had to memorize it in some classes. I think that's I think a little too much to memorize. I think like the maybe. super crazy grade seven science teacher might make you memorize it, mm. but I never had. You speaking that. from experience? I never had that guy, no. Oh, okay. Interesting. Anything to say about uh, this weekend that was the first Sunday in 21 Sundays without NFL? Well, I mean, there, well, there, was, I, the there was the Pro Bowl. Bowl so. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like pretty I, I made sure to tune in. I didn't want to be late for that. Yeah. No, you no, can't miss that. really good. Yeah, Mac yeah. Jones busted out the gritty. Oh, mercy. Yeah, yeah. that was did. really cool. Saw the boys going hard. It was sick. <laughs> they a lot were of going passion. hard. Owen, oh, <laughs> we know you missed the game, so I'll explain to you the context of Mac Jones's gritty. Okay. It was basically two-hand touch, so he gets two-hand touched at the 30, but because he's not tackled, he runs 70 yards into the end zone like as like a pretend, like a full sprint, and then he busted out the gritty in the end zone. Was um, it a good gritty? Or was it, like- it was actually pretty good. Really? Nah, was he gliding? Mm. It was... It was Good by his standards. Uh, it was his, good. It was better than Adam Schefter. Does so. he have gritty yeah. standards? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's good by he his known. standards. Yeah. <laughs> We've been seeing him practice on the TikTok for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Um, it was kind of an all-star weekend. There was the Pro Bowl. There was the NHL All-Star game. Just, you know, electric content. It was a lot of fun. I don't remember having that much fun watching TV <laughs> yeah. and on a, in one weekend. Like, it was a lot for me. Yeah. So, I was glued glued yeah. Yeah. yeah i was doing the dk wake-ups you know yeah. i i was too excited to get sleep the night before so i had to take a little yeah. midday yeah. naps you yeah. know yeah i mean it's all the best players like like why you're not gonna watch that like yeah i was saying, phil was saying he was pausing the the games too just like because he, he didn't want to miss anything yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah re-watching the plays during commercial breaks yes. Yes. yes exactly i was saying um there was a shot to the sideline of the afc Mahomes and Herbert quarterback controversy maybe wow I know mm-hmm. pretty crazy both bench for Mac yeah in he, the fourth dude. quarter yeah very intense situation there choice. I know who won the game AFC oh, the AFC okay 41 35 I know you're gonna want to get home and watch a replay yeah, yeah yeah I got it on the PBR yeah okay good good <laughs> um do you want to talk about basketball first or do you want to talk about football let's get basketball out of the way here first let's do it because the NBA trade deadline is on Thursday <clears throat> So mm. it seems like this year could be a bit of a slow deadline, but we do have a couple of trades trickling in specifically right before we started the show, maybe an hour ago, Karis Levert going to the Cavs from the Pacers. Alex, you were a fan of the move. It's only for a first and two seconds. Like Rubio's in there, but he's not yeah. playing this year. So yeah. scratch him off. But Karis yeah. Levert. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, too much that the Cavs gave up, honestly. I thought it was a fair price. I know the... You know, Indiana was saying they were asking for two first-round picks, but I don't think they were ever going to get that. So I think it's a good trade by the Cavs. They put in that Houston second-rounder, so that's almost kind of like a first because that's going to be like low, low, low 30s. It's a big breakdown. Big breakdown. (laughs) Um, And I think Karras is a really good guy for them, especially since Sexton went out. 
I mean, he can score the ball like crazy, obviously. And I like their starting five now. It's pretty legit, um, if you'd ask me. So I like Karras, honestly, and I think it's a good move for them. Yeah, I think he's a little older than we think. 27. Than, yeah, than we remember. Like, he was not a draft pick too long ago, I don't think. I think he's eligible for an extension. They still seem like, to me, they're not done. Like, I don't think they're going to bring Sexton back because I think they've had pretty good chemistry without him, and he kind of commands the ball a lot. So I think they're going to try to move off him and get something else because they do seem like they're short a guy. Before Thursday, you think? I think so, Okay, potentially. Because I think Sexton is almost ready to come back, but I think they could use another ball handler, obviously, with no Rubio especially since he's been hurt they've been using yeah. that brian goodwin who's uh, uh it's an adventure i'll tell you <laughs> um no i think they're a good team though like they're two games out of first we obviously haven't talked about basketball on the show in a while but i you know i'm keeping my uh, don't think i'm not watching don't think i'm not keeping my oh, uh my standards up i'm oh. watching yeah. yeah they were sliding a little bit there the Cavs, maybe last week or, or so but the but east is so close they're still only exactly. two games out so he definitely you know helps them he does Anything on Kyrus Um, No. I think you covered it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. I'm guessing they're then that's Sabonis and Turner. Like, they should be gone by Thursday, too, then. Right? Yeah, Indiana's going to do a full blow-up, I think. Yeah. Where do you think Turner goes? Hopefully, Raps. Really? And then Sabonis would be sick. I heard Grizzlies. That'd be cool. That Sabonis would be nice on the Grizzlies would be That'd nice. Be scary. Yeah. Be that would make them a legit finals contender. Yeah. You would yes. have to think. Mm-hmm. He's that type of player. We'll see what the price tag is on them. That'll be interesting to watch. You mentioned they're available. Um, The other names sort of seem like CJ McCollum, I think, will definitely get traded. I've been seeing a Mm -hmm. lot about him. Eric Gordon, he's probably got something left. Anybody on the Kings, pretty much, you could have any of them. I don't know that you'd want any of them, but hey, I mean, they're available. The most Kings move would just be like, we like our guys, and we're going to keep them. Run it back. Run it back. (laughs) We want to try this one more time. And uh, I think... I mean, I don't know, because Washington, Washington is sort of a swing team because they the, the idea was that they're going to try to load up to keep Bradley Beal happy, which I don't know why. I you, don't think it's. It, I don't know why you'd want to do that, but yeah. it's up to them, I guess. Very Wizards type move. But if they decide to go the other way, I think he's would be a pretty good chip, even though he hasn't been having a great season. Obviously, Ben Simmons. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a lot of activity. I think there's just too much too many variables the next couple hmm. days but i'm i'm expecting a sleepy deadline i don't know about you guys really i'm thinking quite the opposite i'm hearing a lot of names out there i don't know if it's just because i'm following all the raptors guys that that might get traded or the raptors might get but i don't know like just sabonis and turner i think are big enough pieces um i'm not sure i don't think the simmons harden trade gets done but um <clears throat> i still think there's a lot of pieces out there that you know could get moved so i, th- I think it could be interesting yeah, I do too. I think I'd be surprised if a guy like Turner didn't go for sure. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there's like smaller guys like Levert, I think was, there's guys that, like, like Levert maybe wasn't necessarily somebody we were expecting and there's going to be more of those guys too. So I think there's going to be, you know, it'll be at least moderate. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. It's usually pretty good. So I have my fingers crossed. The other trade that we saw was the Blazers in a, uh, in a good cap dump. There's no other way to say it. Dropping off Norman Powell and Robert Covington on the Clippers. <laughs> I actually, I like, this is a very clear cap dump, like I said. They're trying to get under the threshold, $31 million. Covington's not having a good season. He hasn't had a good season in a couple of years. But Norman Powell's still okay. His contract is just crazy. A lot of money. Clippers, I think this is an interesting move for them because, you know, 
it doesn't seem like they're going to get Paul George back this year. It doesn't seem like they're going to get Kawhi back this year, but you never know. Like if the West is pretty wide open, they could sneak into a six or a seven or whatever. And if they get one of them back, all of a sudden look out They obviously have the pedigree being there last year. Like these are two professional basketball players the way I see it. So I don't hate it for them, even though they're taking on the money. I thought it was a decent move in Portland. I clearly just seems like they're ready to blow it all up. That's the way I see it. hundred percent. Uh, just horrible management by Portland there. First of all, you trade Gary Trent, and I've already <laughs> talked lengths about how how well he's doing in Toronto. Which fine, I mean you trade him for Norman Powell. I think Norman Powell's a great player, but then you give him that pretty big hefty contract, and you just what like six months in you trade him. Yeah. Um, and then not only do you trade him, but you get like nothing back. You get two second round picks. Eric Keon Quinto. Johnson, which I, he was a first round pick, but. Hasn't played much on the Clippers, um, so I don't really know what's in store. Justice Winslow, like it's not a very good uh, asset management there by them. For the Clippers, I like it more. I think Norm Powell's a really good player. If the if the Clippers can afford to pay him, which like, looks like they can, um, I know he's a little bit overpaid, but I like Norm from his Toronto days, and he's kind of kept that over. He's averaging like 18, 19 points a game. So he's having a good season. He's having still a pretty good season. And, you know, Rocco is classic three and d but like you said he has slipped off a little bit but you know he can give them some some minutes probably in the playoffs yeah he's a he's a professional yeah. basketball yeah. player i don't think he's much anymore but <laughs> yeah i think the blazers to me it seems like just so poorly run because they have obviously guys like dame and cj and nurkic and and like to me they're they're a team that could really transition really easily into a rebuild because of all the you know, veteran pieces that would be so attractive on other teams. But at the same time, it just seems like they're so ineptly ran. And it seems like they're, to me, I, if I were to bet on, on what they're going to do, I would just bet they keep a lot of their stars. Like, I, I would bet they don't move off Dame. I bet they keep Nurkic. And I bet they just, it's going to be a very slow, slow, uh, almost non-existent rebuild for a long time. Because I don't think they're willing to make the, the, the smart, prudent decisions that they need to. And I think that's, this is a pretty good example of that. Yeah, it is a new GM from the one who signed the contracts. They did get rid of their GM for workplace misconduct a few months ago. So it seems nice. like they're just doing a full dump off the guys that he had. And they're trying to reset it, which is ugly. So Dame, I mean, if he's trying to run from the grind anytime soon, might, now might be the time to get off the boat because I think things are going to get ugly. I think the grind's running away from him. Yeah. So The grind's asking him to stop, stop. thinking that way. <laughs> thinking about the grind. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, anything else you want to see on the deadline? Any move you want to see made? Maybe Simmons? Maybe anything? Uh, look, I th- I still think like like you said, the Blazers, the Pacers, the Kings. Those are some teams that could just move a bunch of guys. Spurs, Spurs. I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see the Simmons trade. That'd kind of be cool. Just get him to play. And I think if you know Harden, Harden Simmons would be interesting. I'd like to see Har- Harden with uh, with Embiid. And then yeah, I'm just interested to see what the Raptors do because we need a bench. Uh, we need some bench pieces. We need a center. So I don't. I wouldn't like to trade any of our starting five, but I think, you know, we have all our first round picks and we have some interesting assets. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I, I definitely am more interested in, in what the Raptors are going to do as well because I think Alex touched on it. We need some bench pieces if you want to be competitive. And, and we do, like he was saying, we have some young assets that could be uh, valuable to, to teams. 
out there. So I would like to see a move with the Raptors for sure here. And I also and I also can't wait for uh, you know when the trade deadline passes for the for the reports to come out that the Lakers dangled THT for Sabonis, yeah. but the Pacers weren't interested. Yeah, <laughs> THT in a second. It was close. It was close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we made the calls. Yeah, uh, Lakers are screwed. I don't think the Lakers are going to get up to much. You mentioned that Harden Simmons thing that seemed to gain a lot of traction on Friday, but I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Mm. I think it makes sense for both sides to be honest with you yeah brooklyn just needs a lot of normalcy these days losers of eight in a row but you know ben simmons isn't exactly mr normal so i don't know we'll see how that goes for them uh adam do you are you adam doesn't watch the nba but adam's staying around on the podcast after football season so are you going to pick up a favorite team here or what's the situation i have a favorite team the thunder yeah you're repping them i am wearing their hat today so you big giddy guy yeah i i called you was gonna win uh, rookie of the year before the season on the show he's so. won three rookie of the months this and year I, put, so. I picked their over for the record so let's go let's thunder go. fan adam here you want the hat i'll just throw it to you that's nah, okay. okay what do you think of trey man have you learned that name yet or no not yet you okay. should learn it he's good give me a bit he's, he's, he's in development right yeah. now yeah. in development uh we got a couple nfl things to talk about quickly here doug peterson is going to the jags he's their new coach um last time we saw doug peterson i was <laughs> that, yeah. that felt, he intentionally lost a game <laughs> the most <laughs> obvious tank in the history of tanks that was awesome it was, it was but i'm personally a little cold on this idea i don't know I, I feel sort of two ways about it like the jaguars just need to get like a little bit of a you know normalcy like the nets are looking for like we said there, just normalcy just you know some regularity but i don't know i'm not a big doug peterson guy what do you guys think about this one I thought the Eagles let go of him a little too early, so I'm not a big Doug Peterson hater. I thought he could have used an extra year there, maybe if he didn't tank, but um, I don't think he's terrible, so it's yeah. it's all right. It's nice to get stabilized with, you know, maybe move on later. I, I think he's a good coach. I mean, he won a Super Bowl for a reason, and he won it with Nick Foles. Let's go. So I think he's a good coach, but uh, I think his time in Philly was done, to your point, Adam, because I think he'd burned bridges with both his quarterbacks, and he had intentionally lost a game at the end there, so it was kind of a rough... Uh, it was a tough way to go out. Yeah, it was a tough way to go out, and it's tough to retain a guy after after something like that. But I do think he deserves another shot, and I think he's a good coach. So he said Super Bowl or bust. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, oh, he was no. like, oh, I'm going to make this team into a Super Bowl, and we're going to compete for nothing less. So I, I don't think he's actually a bad coach, though. Like Adam said, I think, yeah, he did kind of, you know, screw up uh, that, the, that last season there um, towards the end. But I, he still won a Super Bowl, and, you know, they the NFL praises coaches that get to the you know conference championship, let alone win a Super Bowl. So I, I still think he's a good coach. The um, I mean, anytime you can hire a coach with a statue outside a stadium, do it. Yeah. you know, that's, that's got to be a good rule. But I'm a little torn on how I feel because I thought that the end of the Eagles run was pretty ugly. Like last year, I did not enjoy watching them. I didn't think they were good at all. They were in a terrible division. The football team wanted it seven and nine. So I was not a fan. But then you sort of distance yourself and you're like, oh yeah, you had Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is terrible. But the big point I have to make is the Foles uh, Peterson championship is one of the biggest anomalies in the world. I don't understand how that happened. It's even crazier four years later. That's the way I see it. But yeah, the Jags is actually a pretty good situation to go to if you think about it, because I wrote this down. Um, <laughs> you laugh, but here's here's his job. Win three games and you're the fifth winningest coach in franchise history. So wow. tall task to win three, but you know, it's, Wait, what? how many coaches have they had? Like, that i think like eight like it's not like it's like uh because urban won what two Two? and then they've had some interns in went to the afc championship he would be a good one but the interns won like nothing yeah Yeah. 
So there might be more than eight, actually. I don't know how many there was. But hmm. I saw you get up to fifth if you win three. So big, big order there. Jeez. And then this one sneaked in just as we were recording. But Mike McDaniel's going to the Dolphins. He's going to be the Dolphins' new coach. That's the Niners', Niners. coordinator. The guy with the glasses. and The OC? Yeah. Mike oh, Jones. The weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the weird guy. Mike, um, what is it about Debo? Who? What's up, man? Mike Jones, let's go. What's up? If you've ever seen his press conferences, there's something else. But that means, Adam, the Cowboys are keeping Kellen Moore. So congratulations. That's exciting. You kept both your coordinators after all that. Funny that <laughs> the stuff. playoff loss to the Niners didn't appeal any teams. <laughs> I thought the QB draw would have had the Dolphins <laughs> offering him a 10-year deal, like Gruden style. But uh, anything on Mike McDaniel? I'm a big Mike McDaniel guy just from the like two-second clips. I'm not sure how that guy's going to be a head coach, but it could go badly. Yeah, he doesn't really look like head coach material but i'm definitely really excited to start tuning into his interviews because they're pretty funny not in a good way but they're still funny so i don't know like what i can say really because i thought kyle shanahan was the one that like decides all the plays on offense so I very well might yeah don't know what you know his role was but all the best i i don't know what to say really <laughs> yeah i don't know much about his play call like his role in the offense but i know that he he was like not a really a football player like from what i understand he was like oh by looking at him you can tell yeah but i think he's like some he's got a background in like finance or like analytics or math or something like he's like a money ball saber metrics type guy so i think that's it as far like from a fan perspective i think it's an interesting experiment and he seems to me like a guy that the players really like like he seems like a really relaxed guy which i don't know you know, it's a different dynamic from a lot of the NFL coaches, but I want to see how that type of guy works. Like a guy that the players, he's more closer in age to the players and uh, just seems a lot more relaxed. So it's interesting. That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I don't, they literally have the same name, so I don't mean to say this, but it's, it feels a little like McDaniel's vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of how it feels to me. Guy's very young. We'll see how it turns out. It's got a high combustibility potential. And um, <laughs> we're six days away from the big game. Obviously, I had to. You know, we've all seen the pictures. Joe B on his Instagram, he's posting them. I hate to bring him up again. I don't mean to bring him up. Um, but the Bengals are wearing the black and the white pants, and the Rams are wearing the white with the yellow pants. And I bring this up to say the winners of the Super Bowl, 14 of the last 17 have worn white. So, mm, wow. Except that's, that's gone down in recent years. Like, if you take the last six years, I think the white's been losing a little bit more. So, I think, I think that, they've won every well, the, single time. I think it's getting washed. No, I don't think the so. The white one no, no, let's for go Tampa. Back. White but one the for Chiefs Tampa. won in the red. Okay, Chiefs won in red. Okay. Eagles beat the Pats in, in the, the green. green. Okay, but the Patriots beat the Rams in the white. Yeah. And then the Patriots beat the Falcons in, in the, the white. white. They beat the Seahawks in the white. Dang, Phil just bodied Adam. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying if we go from Eagles onwards, I think it's fifty. The Broncos won it in the orange against the Panthers. No, wrong, white, wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying from Eagles onwards, the last five years, it's been like fifty-fifty or maybe three to two for the white. So it's not as big as it used but to be. But one and zero in the last twelve the months. Okay, last one, let's go. Yeah. All right, in one game, last one. one streak. Yeah. Okay, so wait, I think we just discovered a pattern: win, loss, win, loss. Right? Eagles win. Patriots win, yeah. Chiefs win, Bucks win, Bengals are a lock. That's where you just no, figured it out. There's a pattern going on. Can oh. I say something about Joe Burrow? Yeah. Because I've gotten more hate <laughs> over well, the last like four <laughs> days from fans of the show for the Joe Burrow 
take than anything else. A same. So, I get. I get. I'm getting abused in the DMs yeah, every it's day. It's unreal. People I wish, have multiple. I people. wish people were hating on me in the DMs. I wish. Oh, it's been multiple people. People are like, now it's like, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Joe Burrow or the Rams? Like I've heard that multiple oh. times. So I just want to <laughs> say for everybody that's telling me to rescind the take, it's not getting rescinded. I'm doubling down on it again. I'm so. not rescinding the take. Yeah, I rescind yeah, nothing. Let's yeah. quadruple down on it. Yeah. I forgot what Instagram or Twitter account it was, but they just named, had like 20 nicknames for him. And then it ended oh. with Joseph Lee Burrow is his full name. Nice. Jonald, maybe? Jonald. Jonald, like Ronald yeah. James. Um, we, uh, fans who have just joined us may not remember, we used to just do the weekend winners and losers right away. It was the first thing we would do instead of just putting it at the end. Um, and that's because, you know, we weren't talking about football. And now that there's a Sunday without football again, uh, let's just do it now because it's, you know, there's some pretty good stuff out there that we got to get to, I would say. So you want to start with some wins or some losses? Losses. Losses? Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. Oh, okay. No way. Um, <laughs> I just have one loser. Uh, my loser is special teams because this is the first week where we don't have actual NFL games and it's just the Pro Bowl, obviously. And AJ Cole came on the screen for a bit and they flashed the little graphic and it said AJ Cole zero punts today. So if you're a special teamer in the Pro Bowl, you have nothing to do. And they also got rid of Kick Tac Toe, the best Pro Bowl skills challenge. No way. So they right? actually they actually dropped it? No kick tac toe this year. Oh my god. Punters aren't doing anything in the game. Kickers aren't like kickers are just kicking extra points. Punters don't even get to play. What's the point of even showing up? So my loser is special teams specifically the punters that's a grave loss because adam's become a big punt in that and analyst yeah analyst yeah shout there, out yeah, isaac punts on youtube yeah it took me yeah. a sec to land the plane there let's go isaac punts on youtube let's yeah. get him on yeah. the show yeah i'd love to he's great they yeah. should uh yeah i mean like the nhl includes everybody from every team right <laughs> they're making sure that they're fair to everybody so the nfl yeah i mean he got called to the pro bowl but like you should still have him play yeah, so maybe, they should maybe make a rule where you have one mandatory punt yeah i'm saying mm -hmm. if it's fourth and two and you're playing two touch football maybe don't run up the middle of jt maybe just let your punter touch the field yeah, let's yeah. see let's let him get a play like in. instead yeah. of qb kneeling there towards the end <laughs> punter punt, punt it yeah Pu yeah let your punter kneel. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's an idea. Um, my first loser this week is Marvel. Mm, I don't wow. know if you guys saw this, but Channing Tatum says he's, quote, too traumatized to watch any Marvel movies because he re they rejected his proposal for a superhero romantic comedy in 2016. And since, he just hasn't been able to watch them. So they said oh, the man. thesis... Wait, of sorry, the who is this? Channing Tatum. Okay, okay. So the thesis of the proposed movie was... Nothing in the world, including saving the world, is harder than saving your relationship. And for some reason, Marvel said, no, <laughs> we don't want to put this on. And since he hasn't been able to watch him. Ooh. So that's just an L for Marvel, you know, struggling company. Struggling company and they lost a customer. That's... He said, I will not be returning to your store. Yeah. That's Excuse me. One of those. I'd like to talk to your manager. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. And I'll you tell my won't... friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's tough. It is tough. It is tough. So, you know, prayers up. And then my second loser is Luka Doncic because mm. um, it's tough to give an L for Luka, but this week it comes from a new song by J. Cole and uh, YG and Moneybag Yo. And in the song, J. Cole says, quote, I'm so lit. Sports Center going to post all my clips. One layup, and they treat me like I'm Luka Doncic. So, 
you know, first of all, Clip and Doncic aren't really like it's close. Them. It's close, but yeah. it didn't go down. No. It, it went in and out. It missed. <laughs> and second of all, like you work your whole life, you know, like Euro League at fifteen or whatever, you know, top five pick in the NBA draft, and then you get compared one in the same to a 40 year old man who played in the african basketball league for the rwanda patriots and made one layup so yeah that is tough you never like to see that l for luca that this is week. an l okay i'll go here with mine i've just got one um and it's uh tyree kill and his shotgunning skills oh or stone cold steve austin <laughs> skills because i don't know if how many of you guys saw that but uh both all-stars were in vegas yes so Pro I mean, Bowl and NHL. So much fun for the city of Vegas. I didn't. I was flipping <laughs> channels. I don't know what to watch. So, um, anyways, I guess the on Saturday the uh, NHL All Star game was happening and they were playing against each other, each other, or whatever. And Tyree Kill decided to attend the game and he was doing an interview with someone. And uh, for I don't know why, but at the end of the re- at the end of the interview, he's like, "Wait, wait, hold up!" And and this person passes him two king size like Budweisers, Vegas sized, Vegas sized. <laughs> And he just slams them together, and you think he's gonna drink them, but he just sprays them in the, in his face. Yeah, I don't they think just his start, mouth was even open. His mouth, well, it was, but every like it got everywhere except in his mouth. So you should like rehearse it maybe once or twice, <laughs> not slam it so hard where it's like going all over your jersey and your hair. Like it was. He's never so wearing bad. that jersey again. Yeah, no way. But I mean, stuck to his body, man, though. like just, just I don't know. It was, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. He slammed it way too hard to the point where like nothing was getting in his mouth, and it was just a shower. <laughs> so L for Tyree Kill. Tough. Yeah, tough to be Tyree Kill. Participate in the Pro Bowl and then go and do that with yeah. your sick blue NHL All Star jersey. That's yeah, tough. What are, you, what are you chalking in the L's column this week, Owen? Um. Okay. So my first loser here is uh this unnamed journalist so jim trotter he's an he's a journalist for the nfl no sorry sorry sorry. let me clarify so he's not the loser but he's the one who he's the one who kind of shares the story oh okay 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 (laughs) Okay. got you i I phrased that really poorly so jim trotter he's a he's a reporter for the nfl and he had this unnamed journalist the white guy i was talking about who's the actual loser of the story okay reach out to him uh and send him this email i'm gonna read to you guys so he, he entitled it uh trying to reach Junior Seau. He said, Good morning, Mr. Trotter. I'm trying to reach Junior Seau to hear what he thinks of the NFL donating $1 billion to the towards the cannabis industry to support to, stu- to study the impact of cannabinoids on treating pain management. And so Jim Trotter, he followed up and he said, I emailed this person and said to Google the name. This is what I got in return. And this is the email that the reporter sent back. He said, What is the problem, Jim? I've been doing this for over 30 years. I prefer to do my own interviews rather than rely on Google. And then finally, he said, I apologize. I am primarily, this is a 30 email. He said, I apologize. I am primarily a basketball writer. I did not know about what happened to Junior. I was unaware. So uh, just an L for this reporter for, I guess, not doing his research because it's kind of important, one might say, to figure out if you guys are alive. One might say that's a fireable offense right (laughs) there. Yeah. That's ugly. Yeah. It's kind of a big story too. So, I mean, you know, I was probably like 13 or 14 when he died and I kind of, I, you know, had a pretty good idea. So yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he did like zero research. Like someone just said Junior Seau, and he's like, "I'll call the name." Like he just didn't even dare yeah. like Google or read a magazine about him or anything, because I'm sure he would have found out, you know, what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, some that's way. kind of shocking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the excuse. I'm oh, I'm a basketball writer, so yeah. you can't actually blame me. Yeah, I not didn't know fault. any better. Hand up, hand well, up. Well, not really. Yeah, yeah. I should. I, it's not my fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have another one? I do. And then my second loser this week is, uh, is I guess, just crypto in general. Okay. So, uh. I'm, like, we've been on this beat for a while now. Well, you. Uh, and I'm going to combine. <laughs> so, 
I'm going to combine crypto and North Korea here. Whoa. Oh, so, whoa. It's, collab always, the year. it's always like a North Korea collab. Yeah. Yeah. Crypto or metaverse. Yeah. Owen I comes in every it. week, metaverse, North Korea. Today he's just hitting us with the double. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to combine them. Let's two go. of my passions here. So apparently... Uh, there, people were doing some studies on kind of North Korea's funding and kind of like how they get their, their money to, to fund all the things that they, they do, like their programs. Mm-hmm. And investigators say that cyber attackers, North Korean cyber attackers, stole over $50 million in crypto between the years 2020 and 2021. And they used those funds to actually uh, basically fund their uh, missile program. So Wow. Yeah. wow. So those North Korean missiles that we've talked about before were actually... Uh, Funded by maybe crypto that got hacked. Maybe your crypto. So Oh, yeah. check your crypto. Check your crypto. Uh-oh. Maybe yeah. your NFT that got copy pasted. Oh, yeah. I don't think they're stealing <laughs> NFTs because they're not going to do much with my NFTs. It's well, not going to support much. They're going down in value or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the only way to kind of, sit, kind of put it, right? So yeah, so North Korea wasn't interested in yeah. your NFTs. No, no, so no, they no. passed up. No, oh. mine. I can check again, but the last time I checked, they were sitting in my wallet. So I don't think they're trying to cyber attack mine. Oh, okay, good, yeah. good. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you could have funded like the napkin they used to like clean <laughs> yeah. the ground after it. Yeah, launched. the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's what you could have funded. So you could additionally be a weekend loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Let's do some winners now. It's time. Do you have one, Adam? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my winner is, he was mentioned as a loser, like not too long ago, but, uh, my winner is Tyree kill and this <laughs> <laughs> not too long ago. I thought you meant like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. No, like 10 minutes ago. Okay. Um, so this was on the same day as the, uh, shotgun but, incident. Yeah. But basically there was the, uh, obviously the fastest man competition. Right. And so it was Tyree kill, Nick Chubb, two Cowboys players decided to race and um Tyree Kill gets down and then it's like a start and you know he kind of gets off the line slow but he's a winner because he finished last but he kind of did the like oh I wasn't ready and he like kind of jogged to the end mm-hmm. so you know everyone's like mm, he wasn't trying you know what oh. I mean and he's a winner for that yeah so he kind of pulled the I'm not trying but I'm still behavior. <laughs> no 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 he's saving his reputation the, I wasn't trying but like I'm obviously still like if I was no. trying I would have beat you you know no that's like I'm not I'm not secure enough in my own speed so I'm not even gonna put my reputation at risk yeah so that's he that is. he played it well which is why I'm giving him no he winner. played it poorly okay so we gotta have a vote because he yeah, got off okay. the line slow and he's like I'm not gonna run as hand hard. up I didn't watch it so well I did I can show you <laughs> okay. the tape <laughs> so we gotta have a vote owen's making us push this but i don't vote. know he's, he's, he's an nhl gonna... all-star journalist not a pro <laughs> yeah. bowl journalist yeah, yeah. I, Sorry. I'm not, I can't be held accountable so <laughs> okay all right guess there's no vote all right congrats <laughs> to tyreek on being a winner and, and a, a loser. loser simultaneously um on thursday he was a winner and on saturday he was the loser that's how we do it um my winners this weekend my first winner is not being fake because mm. look out at the pistons games the hooper the mascot named hooper Gave him a diamond tester, and he was going around and he was checking fans. He was checking fans. So you got to be on the lookout if you go to a Pistons game anytime soon. That must be tough. It you must take your be. girl out or something, and like imagine you get sent home and you get sent home <laughs> with home. fake diamonds. <laughs> yeah, like, imagine Hooper puts it out and it's red, oh. and he's like. Exposed. and it's and, on the jumbo and it's on the jumbo <laughs> drum, which makes it even worse wow. i saw him he was going around there's a video and he sort of holds it down and luckily for the guy in the video it comes up green and, oh. Ho- and hooper daps him up a little bit like nice okay, okay, okay. real diamonds you know he was like sweating yeah oh, you know, he, he, he had a girl with him too he was oh, probably freaking boy. out wow palms are sweaty dude hooper's kind of 
Not a oh. nice guy. Yeah, he's just going <laughs> for the exposure these days. Pistons games are often brutal events. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. anything to spice him up. And um, my second winner, I'm surprised somebody else didn't have this, but I think somebody might, is uh, forced TikToking. Because uh, you got to be on the lookout oh, these right. days with the situation. We all saw Kanye on Saturday morning Instagramming. I'll read the caption because he wrote it in all caps. So just picture this in all caps. Since this is my first divorce, I need to know what I should do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. So, you know, prayers up. You never like to see kids being forced to make TikToks to Ray Remmerd. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden you're just trying to be a dad and then you look at your TikTok and your daughter's got two billion, two million views. And you're like, what is this? This isn't right. Yeah. Against my will, this is TikToking. So, did you see TikTok? Did you see Kim's response? I did see Kim's response. It's kind of fire, hey? It was a big response about how he's response. not a dad. but um, And about how he's like ooh. got all, like, f- like a bunch of lawyers. He's like on his third set of lawyers. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah the last line was cold. It she was like, icy. if Kanye has problems with how his daughter is being treated, I suggest he talks to his third lawyer of the year. Whoa. Yeah, it so was Kim and Hooper a, are just exposing <laughs> people left and right here. Kim and Hooper take W's this yeah. weekend. So that's tough. Forced TikToking, though. Prayers up. Prayers yeah. up. All right, Ray Schremer. So my winner here is uh, anonymous GMs, because when you're an anonymous GM, you can just say outrageous things. Yeah. Yes, you now, can. Now this is actually um, Raptors related, and um, what the and now I love Gary Trent, but this anonymous GM said that Gary Trent is on the same level as uh, Mitchell, Booker, <laughs> and Levine. But he's already better than players like Chris Middleton um, and other guys. Now, look, I love Gary, but he's only 23 years old. You know, I'm not saying he might not get to that level. But I am. I I think that's a little, like, premature. premature. Um, You know... But hey, when you're not when you're uh, when you're an anonymous GM, you can say anything you want. I don't think that's anonymous. I think that's just Masai. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You think he's telling Bobby Webster just yo? Yeah. Funnel this info to uh, at NBA Central and see if we can get a one for one. (laughs) Yeah. Booker for Trent. Make sure House of Highlights sees this one. Yes. (laughs) Repost. So anonymous GM is like a great creation because you don't have to put your name out there, but you can just you know move move. uh, I like it. Yeah. Move value. I love it. Do you have another one there? No, that's it. Okay, respect. Owen, what you got wins. So my first winner this week is uh, is Detroit. Oh, no way. Yeah. Again. Detroit's... It's, it's been, racking up dubs. It yeah. is racking up dubs. Uh, and so we actually had, obviously, for everybody that uh, listens, we had Tony in the studio, and he was cheering our boy Stafford on pretty hard. Uh, and that's actually... It wasn't actually just him, because the NFC Championship ratings this uh, year were actually higher than they were for the... Uh, they were higher in Detroit than they were on Thanksgiving Day. So, um, tells you how much the uh, Lions fans like Matthew Stafford. It also tells yeah. me. Uh huh. I think this could happen every year. Like, <laughs> you could be eating during Thanksgiving. Theoretically, <laughs> you might not want to turn on the Lions, but like the conference At championships, you're going to be trying to watch, right? Yeah. But I'm saying in Detroit. Yeah, I'm saying that might be the case anyway. It might. That might. Yeah. It's a good point you bring but up. This so. could be, you know, mm-hmm. this is a good way to get some pub out about your city positively. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, like our city loves our quarterbacks. Like Matt Stafford, we still love him. But like they know that every year the championship game is rated higher than the Thanksgiving game. That's just a theory. No, that's a, it's a smart theory, Phil. I, I didn't mean to poo-poo you there. No, no, no. It's a, it's a good theory. That's on me, boys. That's my fault. I didn't, didn't mean to expose that. you. I didn't mean to put you in the Hooper zone. No, no, no. It's okay. 
Hooper does eats what he does is necessary. So okay, yeah. Even though it's not fun, you have another winner. I don't. Okay, that's yeah. all right. There you go. Weekend wins and losses, and now it's time. It's draft time. We know what's a week away. It's six days away. It is. I don't know if we can say the words. The SB. No, no, no. Don't say it. Yeah, just don't say the S word. I yeah. Don't, yeah, for promotional reasons, word. I don't think you're allowed to say it. But what you would call the Bengals Rams game is going on in six days basically and what do people like to do for that game they Mm -hmm. like to get together yeah throw a little Mm -hmm. bit of a party Mm -hmm. so for this draft we're doing a big game draft Mm -hmm. and what this draft entails is everybody's going to sit around we're going to go snake fashion like we always do and it's going to be you pick a halftime performer Mm-hmm. that's going to be good. We're going to get to see some musical taste from yes. people here. We're going to pick a person you can watch the game with. If you want to pick a set of people, you can mm-hmm. pick a set of people. Okay. I don't mind. Uh, th- this one's open. You can pick an announcing team for the game. It could be a dream announcing team. It doesn't have to be real. You're going to pick a meal, which I think we pick in every draft, but you know what? Yeah, hey, there's different vibes. We like meals. Yeah, you like to eat. And uh, there's going to be a stadium, but it doesn't have to be an NFL stadium. It can be any stadium across the world. It doesn't even have to be a football stadium, per se. Mm. If you want to, I don't know, mm. take the roof off the Saddle Dome and play in there, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah. Big Four building? Yeah, Big Four. <laughs> <laughs> Local joke right there. That yeah. was funny. Um, <laughs> but it's draft time. I love it. So who wants to go first? Adam's going to go Ooh. first. Okay. What are so we starting let's with? Let's go. Oh, is it we're doing it how we did the Christmas? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I see. Anything you want. Um, with the first overall pick, I am gonna pick my halftime performer. Okay, I had a feeling that was gonna be the first pick. Yeah, I wanted to get this one because I feel like it's hotly contested. But I'm going with the SpongeBob halftime band from. <laughs> oh, from the oh, that is nice. That yeah. is nice. So I'm gonna Ooh. get them performing at halftime. Nice, dude. I was wow. not expecting that. They were not on my board. Let's they were on. not on my board. They either. were not on mine either. Wow. So I did not need the first pick for that. That's <laughs> but okay. it's worthy wow. of the first pick. Yeah. So good for you. That's a good pick. I mean, it's yeah. a good pick. Now I kind of got to reconsider my strategy a and little that's bit. That's like a true band, too, like with tubas and like saxophones, <laughs> oh, yeah. too. So that's like a different vibe. It is. Yeah, it's and fire. it's animated. So that <laughs> it is. I don't know. SpongeBob's real. Okay. All right. All right. Alex is up second. He's got a deeply concerned look on his face right now. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll go with stadium. Okay. And where we'll play the Super Bowl. Um, there were a lot of good options, but I'm gonna go with AT and T Park, where the, the Giants yes. play. Oh, yeah. where the, the Giants play. The San Francisco Giants. Yeah, in the, play. yeah. But I, you know what? I want to keep. I want to keep the dirt. Like, uh, like oh. what? <laughs> how do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep the infield dirt. Yeah, yeah the like infield the Raiders, dirt. Like the Raiders. Yeah, like yeah. the Raiders. I want to keep the infield dirt. Uh, like I love the big glove, the Coca Cola sign. Yeah, yeah. And you the get the, cool, and, the and the and the uh, and the bay. Yeah, and you get to see the bay while they're playing while they're playing the Super Bowl. So that would be my pick for stadium. Nice. That's a great yeah. pick. That is a very good pick. All right. That's a great pick. I'm, I'm stunned right now. But choosing to keep the dirt is an interesting take. Yeah, I would want to keep the dirt. Take. I think it's I think, a good take. Because that'd be like the first Super Bowl ever where there's the dirt on the field. Yeah. <laughs> True. Let's For keep reason. the diamonds on, too. True. Let's do it. I like it. Yeah. Wow. Let's interesting. Play baseball instead. Yeah. Let's just <laughs> play a World Series game while we're That'd at it. Probably be better than like the Pro Bowl. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the big game. You're about to say the S word. I was. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be careful. Yeah. Um, you're up third. Okay, so I'm gonna take my halftime performer, mm. uh, and this one might be on some people's boards, but I'm gonna go with Antonio Brown. <laughs> so he's gonna go out there and he's gonna play his hymns. <laughs> Symphony or whatever his album is, um, he's gonna open up with "Pin Out the Palace" and then he's gonna transition into "Whole Lot of Money." 
Or I guess a whole lot of money will be like the finale after he plays his other songs, which I'm actually not aware of. How many songs does he have? He may he has an out um, uh, like an EP. Oh, so okay. he'll play I guess probably all the songs that he's ever written. Um, and yeah, he'll he'll finish off on a whole lot of money and then uh, I don't know probably jump into this probably like jump into the stage and do you know off the stage. And Dude, he should come out and then like as like a joke like throw his stuff into the crowd like ha ha yeah. yeah and then just <laughs> yeah. start the song yeah that'd be yeah. lit yeah he might do that yeah. and 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 if start a fire with some Steelers Raiders Bucks jerseys <laughs> yeah. yeah here's an idea too I, I we're workshopping Antonio's halftime show what if it starts and he's like sitting on the bench and he's like oh like I'm hurt I'm hurt and then in theory there's like a big like fat balding guy who looks like Bruce Arians and he comes up to him and he's like get in the game and Antonio's like no and then no, he's like I'm gonna get on the stage yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like lit yeah and then he yeah. hits not the palace yeah yeah okay so that was yeah. a good pick that, by let's you let's go thank you nice thank you. okay um hmm I'm up with a back to back here I'm gonna go with um <clears throat> this is tough but I'm gonna go with my announcing team first okay and I'm gonna go for a dream announcing team right here and I'm gonna secure mm, this is tough, but I'm going to secure Kevin Harlan and LeBron for my, okay, for my announcing team okay, for the big game. Okay. Kevin Harlan, he's got the excitement in his voice. It's a bit of a mix-up. LeBron, I mean, the guy knows everything, dude. He, he literally knows it all. So, I mean, if you can get that type of insight on the broadcast, a guy who knew that Joe Burrow was going to turn around the Bengals right away, yeah. do it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I'm going with LeBron. And then for my second pick, I'm going to go with the person I choose to watch mm-hmm. with, and I'm picking Dan Campbell. Oh, <laughs> so good one. I, I think that would be just a nice, good, good vibe. It's going to maybe have to play into what I'm eating later, but I'm going with Dan. <laughs> yes. That's good. So that I've got like that. Kevin Harlan and LeBron calling the game, and it's me and Dan on the couch. I love that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go actually with my announcers as well. And I'm going to go the uh, I'm gonna go a similar route to Phil and go fantasy. Okay. Um, and I'm going to take, I think you were kind of going for like two little, little bit of a contrast there, which I'm going to go for as well. Um, and I'm going to bring out my boy Vin Scully out of retirement. And I'm going <laughs> to cool. pair him with Joe Rogan. So <laughs> Vin Scully, for those who don't, he used to call Dodgers games. You're canceled. <laughs> That's, and like, uh, he's, you know, he's pretty, he's pretty even keel dude. He's like probably 95 years old. So he's going to be, you know, he'll bring the, the play-by-play, and then I guess they'll both do play-by-play because that's kind of both their things. Uh, but Joe Rogan will bring the excitement, and he'll interview the players on the field after. He'll come down from the booth. He's a UFC announcer, so he does have experience. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> How do you follow that one up? So you've got Antonio Brown as your halftime performer with JRE and Vin Scully wow. in the booth. Controversy, nice. to say the least. Very. Yeah. yeah. You're up. <laughs> Okay, well, um, since you guys went with your announcing teams, I'm going to go with mine too. I was worried maybe someone might get taken. I'm going to go fantasy here too. So I'm going to go one, you know, real sports guy and then another non-sports person. Okay. So my my first sports person would be Gus Johnson. I like Gus Johnson. He's, I mean, if we're going to talk energy, he's up there. You know, I love when he just screams into the mic. Is the energy. Is the energy. So Gus Johnson would be great. And for some comedic relief, I'm going with Larry David. Nice. I'm going to go with Larry David, and I think not only would you get a great football game, but you'd be laughing your pants off, too. You would. That would be a very good... I would watch that right now. Yeah, me too. It'd be great. So um, I'm going to go with those guys as my uh, announcing team. I respect it. That was a good pick. Mm. So you've got so far... That's your announcing team, and then you're playing in AT and T Park at AT and T Park in San Francisco. Yeah. Nice. All right, Adam's up with a back to back to follow the SpongeBob halftime show. Let's go. So I'm going to go stadium. And uh, for my stadium, I'm going to go with the 1st of May stadium in North Korea. 
The so, first of May. Yeah, that's what it's called. I don't know why. Raw Probably choice. Everybody <laughs> get your Google out and type that in. Yeah. Um. So it's a decent looking stadium, but it's also the largest capacity stadium in the world. So we can okay. get a few more people in there. Maybe How many some does cheaper it fit? So the capacity is listed at 150,000, but the record attendance is 190,000. So, you know, they can they can pack in a couple more 40,000 people in there. This thing looks sick. Do we know if this is real or is this just propaganda? It's real. It's real. <laughs> it's propaganda. Okay. Wait, where is this again? North, North Korea. Korea. Oh, North Korea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they list the capacity as 150k, but they've brought in up to 190k people. So they don't they don't care if you get trampled or whatever. So it's fine. You know, get a few <laughs> extra people in there. <laughs> or whatever. Okay. So minus on the safety, so but atmospheres plus one. Minus yeah. on the safety, but it'll be hype, and it'll be in North Korea. You know, fly everyone out, and that'll be fun. Fun might not be the word I would have chose, but yeah. yeah it'll and be I'm gonna go with announcing team next. So I'm gonna get a dream team going. I'm gonna go with some classics. I'm gonna go Al Michaels on the play by play, of nice. course. Good choice. Can't go wrong with that. We're gonna go Payne Manning on the analysis. Mm. And then I'm gonna throw in a feature. We're gonna get Booger McFarland <laughs> on the mobile cart on the <laughs> side just for some comedic relief there. So. That is fire. Yeah, that's my crew. Wow, that's pretty good. I I had I had Al on my list, and I also had. Um, Did you have Booger? I had Peyton on my list, but I didn't have Booger. <laughs> it really makes me wish I picked Sergio Dip. I should have picked Sergio. Can we do oh, sideline yeah. reporters too? Then well, can I like throw one in? Yeah, let's do that. At the well, end. Booger's okay. not a sideline reporter. He's not. He's but part in your, of the on your, he's an analysis. Your crew, he is kind of no he's he's on the mobile card still doing the color commentary okay okay, okay. so adam so right. far has got the spongebob halftime show he's got booger announcing the game with al and peyton manning and we're playing at the first of may stadium in north korea yeah That's nice mm. all right let's go here comes so i'm gonna Alex. go with food here no one's picked food yet nice so i'm gonna go with food and i'm gonna go with the classic i'm gonna go nacho supreme mm-hmm. i love yes. nachos just something about nachos and football that's just the best thing ever get a nice beer going and then nachos you literally load up whatever you want you're not missing out on anything it's not limited to any specific thing so i like uh you know all sorts of things i like jalapenos on my nachos real nice and spicy so yeah that's a really good pick i didn't have that on my board and i regret not having it huge just and you know what also when they do i've seen this on tiktok before where they get the dining table and they put the tinfoil on the dining table and then they just get like ten bags of nachos. I know someone and then just put it all over the table, and then just have one of those going. And that then they be... throw the dining table in the oven, like to cook the nachos. Or... Wow! No, on the, on the wow. tinfoil. Okay. They like maybe... it's all like done before, and then you just put it on the table. Oh, I guess yeah, the yeah, way yeah. how how to serve it. Yeah, you don't. The way you explain it, you're like yeah, tinfoil yeah, yeah. first, and then we throw the chips on I it, and then I'm like, oh, we're gonna That's throw the table. In well, the you're oven. not gonna screw up your dining table. You're not just gonna put like beef and jalapenos on on the surface. So. <laughs> I thought that was self-explanatory, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. guess not. <laughs> nice. Okay, there we go. I like Alex's game so far. AT and T Park. Larry David and Gus Johnson yeah. and the nachos. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, and you're up. Okay. So I'm going to choose my venue and we're going to play at FedEx Field. <laughs> yeah. In Washington. So you're selling no tickets. <laughs> it's going to so, be the first ever Super Bowl with 20% attendance. So I don't know. I feel like it's, you know, a pretty historic stadium. Probably. You want to give it a chance. And yeah. You don't, make make up let, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to have fun with this. They never let, you know, teams play in northern weather, right? Usually. Yeah. So, yeah, historic stadium, you know, really fun. A lot of, you never really know what's going to happen there. So, it <laughs> adds an element of excitement to uh, the game that I think 
the Super Bowl might be missing. So would you purposely, if you were the guy in charge of the venue, <laughs> Put a, would you some scissors? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. but I, you, would you even have anyone like do safety checks? Because I wouldn't. because no, that would I'm, add to the element of surprise. I'm loosening the bolts so yeah, people yeah. fall on the field. Do you let? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do Toss you let the teams? <laughs> yeah. Are you letting the teams bring their benches, or are you going no? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring whatever bench you want. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Bring your own stadium. <laughs> bring your own turf. Throw it on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, the turf will stay, and there. The plumbing, we will not be checking the plumbing. So if there's a leak, like, just be prepared. But the just third... pregame, it's Owen running around the field like a flower girl, just dumping scissors all over the field, like, skipping. <laughs> He's got yeah, blades but... and razors. Blades and razors. And... By the third quarter, it's going to be Brandon Allen against John Wolford. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was not on my board, but I like it. Yeah, I, me too. I had Superdome with no lights, but I did not have that one. So... Good pick. It's a good pick too. Uh, I liked that a lot. Way to go. Um, my, I'm up back to back here, and I'm having Dan Campbell over, so I got to go steaks. I mean, come on, there's there's, no. No, there's nothing else you can get for the big Dan Campbell than steaks. Me, Dan, and steaks sounds like a great time. Mm. I don't even think there's anything else that needs to be said. Now I'm gonna get a little controversial here with my halftime performing pick, which is my next pick, because I don't know if Dan's totally going to vibe with this, but I think it would bring the house down. So I'm going with Calvin Harris. Ooh, <laughs> we're nice. just going to play banger after banger, and we're going to see how Dan reacts, because mm. I don't think he's a big Calvin Harris guy. I don't think he's a big dancing guy. But, I mean, if you play Calvin Harris's 10 best songs, they will get the crowd buzzing for the second half. So I'm going yes. with Calvin Harris. Let's go. Yeah, so, so far I've got Calvin Harris at halftime, Dan Campbell watching with me. I'm eating steaks, and it's going to be a big Kevin Harlan and LeBron broadcast. Well, it's a good choice that you got the steaks, because you got if, like because if he's not digging the Calvin Harris, at least you got the steaks to kind of, you he know. He can go work just, the grill. Yeah, work yeah. the grill. Yeah. yeah. He, would work, he would work the grill. <laughs> He'd be a big work the grill guy, yeah, yeah. for sure. All right, you're up. Okay, so I'm running the scramble drill because I was going to choose steaks. Um, so I'm going to go to my second <laughs> choice on the big board here, and that is I'm going to do a Louisiana shrimp boil. So if anybody's seen that on TikTok, no, no, I have, I have. Smell through that the thing guy? is insane. Where they're dumping like four gallons of orange juice in the thing. That is and like sick. Entire containers, and entire of lemon containers, of spices, and and yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm with Owen. I'm going to Owen's. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be sick. So you put the just for those who haven't seen it, a shrimp boil is you get a giant like I don't even know like a barrel. Yeah, it's it's like a like a yeah like a barrel <laughs> of like metal like or whatever the hell yeah. what would you call that Phil like a I don't know what like you guys a stove are top about. like but it's like huge you, yeah. Yeah, oh, like a big pot. A like a big pot. pot. It's like yeah, a giant it's like the pot. biggest pot you've ever seen. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't think of pot. To get pot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this barrel pot. You put it on the heat, and you put usually the base is like the way the guy does it on TikTok is he puts orange juice in it, like tons of orange juice, and then he'll put like seasonings. Like he'll put like a giant thing of like seasoning, salt, <laughs> lemon pepper seasoning. He'll put like pepper in there. He'll put garlic powder, onion. Literally, like the anything yeah. you have in your cabinet, he's just dumping it in. Yeah, and then he puts potatoes in there. He puts shrimp. He sometimes put, puts lobster, he mm. puts sausage, and he puts it in, and then he boils it, I, I would assume. And then at the end, it's just, you know, you have this feast of uh, shrimp boil. Yeah. So wow. It's going to feed good. everybody. Everyone's going to be happy. Yeah, what it's pretty array. messy, but I think that one's good because you empty out all the spices from the cabinet. Because I swear you I do. have some spices oh, yeah, that true. have been there since I was like eight, so mm. it'd be nice to see those go. <laughs> yeah. No, this is, a, this is a clear out the fridge type meal. So. Yeah. <laughs> Clean out the house. Wow. Yeah, Super Bowl. All right. Um, I like how so, you go scramble drill and you pull out the most specific random food. I, like what? 
<laughs> so I um i could go here i'm gonna go with person to watch the game with okay and you know i could go with someone that's you know a football legend that's been watching football forever but i'm actually gonna try and convert somebody because in 2017 when the patriots and the eagles were playing um our boy Serge Ibaka mm. was asked do you have a pick you okay. know because who, who's gonna win the super bowl is it gonna be the patriots or the eagles and he said you know what i don't watch a lot of football but go raptors that was his <laughs> that was his answer so i'm gonna get my boy Serge, invite him over we're gonna watch some football show him the great game that everybody loves and as an added bonus i mean i don't know if this is cheating but i'm gonna get him to cook me something too now i'm not gonna have he's gonna do the bull testicles like he made Kawhi eat <laughs> oh, but i'm gonna right. get him to you know because cooking with Serge, right i'm gonna get him to bring a cool dish too Let's so go i'm gonna get nachos and whatever Serge makes for mm-hmm. me too okay so that's what i'm going with so it's a multifaceted pick yes okay yeah i respect it yeah you got a good little board going on over there i like yeah. it all right adam's up for his last two picks of his draft yeah, so I have to take person to watch the game with and meal. Um, so I'll go person I'm watching the game with first. I wanted to take AB, but he's performing at halftime for Owen. So yes. he's um, booked. I'm not gonna. Yeah, he's booked. Um, so I'm gonna take Tony um, because the rounds are playing. So I want to watch this one with Tony, and I'm gonna throw my meal onto here too. It's kind of like a two and one. Uh, we're gonna get the meal lovers pizza. Nice, nice. Yeah. So we're gonna get the pizzas going. We're gonna watch with Tony and it'll just be, you know, a nice chill time watching the North Korea Super Bowl or <laughs> nice. big game. Yeah. And he likes SpongeBob too. Yeah. He does. He does, mm. yeah. So it all he works out. It. And um I don't think there's been an episode more referenced in the history of this show than August sixteenth with Tony. If you didn't listen to that and you're a new listener yeah. You've missed a lot of references over yeah, time. It's a great. That's yeah, a classic. It's in Mount Rushmore yeah. for sure. All right, we'll re- get you to recap your draft at the end. So remember mm-hmm. your picks. Okay. So my last pick here, I've got a um, halftime performer, and I'm gonna go with uh, Tim Paula. Good Let's choice. Go. Good choice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, get the white girls in. Get the white girls in. I'd be <laughs> dancing. Last couple ones haven't really got me that hyped. I actually like these guys, so they'd probably get me pretty juiced up. So. Um, and I think it'd be easy. Like they could just, you know, like the classic rock band. They're just on there vibing. So I'd, it'd be sick. I, it'd be euphoric. What a word. What yeah. a big word. So I'd go with them. All right. Phenomenal. Draft. Yeah. Phenomenal. Some would say. Draft is, Alex's draft is done. So he's waiting to recap it. Owen, you're up. What's your final selection? My final selection is who I'm going to watch it with. And I'm going to watch it with Baker Mayfield. Mm. Um, and I just, I don't know. I think it'd be funny to kind of see him watch a football game that he's not playing in because I feel like he would get really upset. And I, I feel like he's the type of guy to watch a game and be like, why would they do that there? Like, why would they throw that pass? And it's like a, like a bomb downfield. He's like, their guy was underneath. Like he was wide open. That's like not the right read. Like a PG, like that's a bad shot type thing. So, I respect it. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Nice experience. Nice. Yeah. Good times with Baker. Good yeah. times for all. Um, I'm up with my last pick and it's stadium. And I'm not sure how this is going to work with the time change, but I'm going with National Stadium in Taiwan. And I looked it up. I was trying to find the coolest stadium ever. I got a picture pulled up right here. This is the National Stadium in Taiwan. I was just looking for question the, mark. Yeah, it's if Google it at home, it's literally built like a question mark. Riddler's house. Yeah, <laughs> I was just looking for the coolest stadium possible. I don't know how it's going to work because there is a track around the field, so it's going to be a little bit weird with the seating. You might not be able to see anybody, but I'm okay with that. I mean, mm. the thing is absolutely 
absolutely massive. I mean, just look at the size of that question Holy, mark. Are those solar panels? I don't know what I they, think are, they are, but I think this is the Let's coolest go. looking thing I've seen. So I had yeah. to pick that. A hundred percent powered by the sun. Wow. wow! First green Super Bowl. That's... First green Super Bowl. Had a boy fell. Yeah. Let's you, go. You think I could put it on a truck and bring it to North America to like maybe you know keep the time? I don't know. Just Possibly. an idea. Yeah, so we're not playing in the pitch black. Yeah, <laughs> you think the sun goes down. And it's just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, just there a we Joe go. Flacco. Uh, yeah, just... Ravens, Ravens, Niners. Yeah, exactly. I love it. All right, time to recap your draft. So Adam, you picked first, and run through what your Super Bowl is going to be, or your big game is going to be. Sorry, I'll beep that. Yeah. Um. So for the big game, it's going to be taking place at the first of May Stadium in North Korea. Um. The announcing team is going to be Payne Manning, Al Michaels, and Booger McFarlane on the mobile cart. The Booger Mobile. Say yeah, it right. Booger Mobile. My bad. <laughs> um. Cart. Halftime performers: the SpongeBob Band. Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what am I missing? I'm watching the game with Tony, and we're eating Meat Lovers Pizza. Nice. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna go watch the game with Surge. Get my boy into football. I'm getting Nacho Supreme plus whatever Surge is bringing. Um, stadium that this is gonna be played at is AT and T Park. Halftime with the dirt, with the dirt, with the dirt, with the dirt. <laughs> Might keep the diamonds in. That's a game time decision. The bags, <laughs> the bags. Um, halftime performer Tame, and then announcing Tame. team Gus Johnson and Larry David. I like mm. your game. Let's go. I like your game. Let's now he, here comes the I would say the the favorite in the competition. It's Owen. Okay, so I'm watching the Super Bowl with my boy Baker Mayfield. Um, we are, the game will be played at FedEx Field in Washington D.C. Uh, it'll the halftime will be played by Antonio Brown, AB, um, playing his entire discography, uh, and it'll be announced by a team of Vince Scully, Joe Rogan, and then. I'm going to call an audible and on the sideline, I want to have the uh, Nickelodeon kid. He'll be the one call, doing nice. the sideline interviews. Nice. Uh, and then we'll be eating throughout the whole thing. Me and Baker will be having a Louisiana shrimp boil. So <laughs> It's a great Super Bowl yeah, or it's a great, great big game. Yeah. I, we'll just keep the word in. I don't care. Um, my game, it's halftime by Calvin Harris. I'm watching with Dan Campbell. We're having steaks. Kevin Harlan and LeBron are on the call and we're doing it at the National Stadium in Taiwan. So Let's get your votes go. in. DM who you want as the winner of that one because mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be a hotly contested thing. Do you want to do some honorable mentions that you had, if you had any? I mean, we can go by category. For halftime, I, I almost ran back Shakira and J-Lo. I was very close <laughs> to just running it back. Part two, I thought about Fetty Wap or Pitbull too. I thought they could have pumped some bangers in. I so. thought I thought of, for halftime, my other think a person i was thinking of was Kadarius tony but i felt like there wasn't uh, enough okay he wasn't enough the popularity that ab did only so. two songs right he's i think he's got a couple more than that okay but it's a different vibe it's a little bit more like florida if that makes any sense it's hardcore and antonio brown is mr dc so it works <laughs> out yeah and then uh for the venue i did i did think about the saddle dome that was my other choice <laughs> I thought maybe six nine for a uh, halftime <laughs> performer. That would be so sweet. Yeah, that would draw a lot of attention. It would. A lot of views. It would. You know, um, you know, because you know, some some parents would probably think he's a Teletubby with all his colors. <laughs> and be like, hey kids, come watch this. Um, and then you know, for food, I, I had a bunch for food. I had a lot of like Super Bowl inspired food. Buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Soft pretzels with beer cheese. 
It's a banger. Mm-hmm. Alex is a foodie. We I'm a foodie. What can I say? Sliders, pigs in a blanket. So I had to put those out there. Yeah. I'm trying to go to Alex's party. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying like, to go to yours. I, the the no, Louisiana shrimp boil was <laughs> top notch. <laughs> like Owen's first reaction was, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, anything you had in there, Adam? No, uh, just stadium. I was. Uh, it was kind of like a play action, like kind of read try to safety dropping i'm like do i take north korea or do i take the superdome so i took north korea but i wanted to take the superdome and we're not turning the lights on just play with the lights off like glow in the dark yeah like you ever watch the quiet game like that the nfl like the quiet game when the radios went down and they were like they didn't have the play clock or anything it would be kind of like one of those you know i've never watched the quiet game but it's like it's on the nfl channel it's like there was a game where they didn't have the nothing was working but anyway it would it would test the coaches so i would like to see how they how they work with no lights on get your votes in for who won that draft dm the winner and let them know they won and then we can come back and recourse in a week or on thursday one of the two let's do hot take of the week and then let's get out of here to end the longest podcast in the history of the world if you weren't aware as i'm sure you're not because you're listening to this owen showed up an hour late so we, yep. we've been waiting so let's end this merciful show yes hot take of the week i'll go here's a tweet it's about the pelicans who have looked into acquiring uh quote an upgrade at the guard position says they've inquired about cj mccollum and deer and fox so this guy gets in the replies and he says looking for a guard huh DeAnthony Melton could be that guy. And then he puts in a screenshot of DeAnthony Melton and Jarrett Culver from the Grizzlies on Trade Machine for Brandon Ingram. Ah, so, but the trade was successful. The trade was okay, that's successful. all I care about. That's all I care so, about. It had like Pelicans minus 15 wins, like Grizzlies like plus 10. It was He was like, this could work. Oh, I don't my. know. So interesting idea. DeAnthony Melton might be that guy. So Yeah, the Trade Machine gets used and abused around trade deadline time. Oh, yeah. it's, it's on my recent viewed sites for yeah. sure so shout out to the trade machine brandon ingram for d melton all right i got one here so uh this one isn't as funny as it is stupid um but barstool sports said he they referenced the they, they, they basically tweeted out a clip of the pro bowl um which we mentioned before is basically two-hand touch and they and barstool sports said they playing two-hand touch football in the pro bowl sean taylor looking down shaking his head like I hate to say it but none of these guys are I understand why you're playing two-hand touch in the Pro Bowl. Like, yeah, very much so. Them, honestly, if it were up to me, I would make them play like baseball or a different sport. Yeah, they should, the, yeah that was stupid. Because that, that's Also, Sean Taylor, like, why are you mentioning? He did yeah. make a big hit in the Pro Bowl once. That's oh, like that's why that's why. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's not start hitting each other in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I need in my life is TJ Watt tearing his ACL in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. It's Pro quite literally the last thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a good one yeah what you got um my uh hot take here is our boy mike francesca and mike he's francesca. actually dissing our boy um joe burrow francesca joe Shiesty. francesca no francesca 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 <laughs> i think it's francesca i'm a big fan <laughs> well up for debate uh joe Shiesty, joe burrow joseph lee burrow call him whatever you want um he said that Joe Burr, he said that Joe Burrow is nothing special and that Tua is a rare prospect. Tua is one of the most accurate passers I've ever seen in college. Mm. So just a word of warning, don't let Mike Francesca Francesca. uh, run your scouting department. Because that's a hot take. This is a very hot take. Yeah, 2019. 2019, so that's not even that long ago. It's not. But like, wow. Aged like milk for sure. Yeah, I was tough. So hot take. I'm not sure I wouldn't have made the same take. I was a big Tua guy when he was on Alabama, but I think we were all fooled. Yeah. 
Yeah, who would have thought? You didn't think Joe Burr was going to be a <laughs> Hall of Famer? He, Do you I, think he's going to be shysty when he played? I didn't know he was shysty yet. Come on. Okay. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's you didn't see problem. the cool factor in him before. Uh, I didn't, dude. That's well, my problem. Uh, Do you know LeBron did, though? <laughs> I, I'm sure he did, dude. <laughs> yeah. LeBron saw White Boy of the Year years in advance. <laughs> yeah. He did. He saw the potential in him from a young age. Very tough. Very tough. All right. Well, that's a 10. Can I say one other, hold on. Can I say one other thing about Joe Burrow? Uh, oh yes please please i want to hear it yeah because i've heard this twice in the last two days it's the people who are like oh i love joe burrow and i'm like oh like not again and they're like i've been watching him since lsu it's like okay i don't want to hear anybody else flexing about i've been watching joe burrow since lsu because a there's only there's no b but a is that he played on the he was playing on the greatest team of all time so it's not like you Mm. picked him up when he was underground he was Playing for LSU, which is the greatest college team yeah. of all time. That was like two years ago, by the way. Whenever it was. They're saying, I watched the national championship. Yeah, yeah so. that's literally yeah. what they're, they're saying. They're like, oh, I was watching him like, bef- like when he was at LSU. It's like, yeah, everybody watched him when he was at LSU. <laughs> yeah. And everybody thought he was good. Dude, that's mm. like saying, I watched LeBron when he was on the Cavs. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, or, or even on the on on his high school team. Yeah. yeah. Like, I watched I was LeBron on the Heat, so yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of a big fan. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to get that off my chest. Just no, that's fair. That's fair. Take, that's fair. Yeah. Joe Burr really gets under the skin of this podcast quite frequently. Some people have gone so far as to say as we're obsessed, and we were literally inches away. Literally, I said oh, that's a tip, and then Owen goes, "Can I get one thing about mm. Joe Burrow off?" Yeah, that's how obsessed we are. We close our eyes and we think about Joe Burrow yeah. and our hatred. Yeah. So that's just this podcast staying on theme. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. Hey, eh? I don't know. Well, that's a ten. I'll finish my sentence. That's a ten. Ten. 10 there's a 10 off between the both that was 10 all right there we go um anything you want to say before we go no okay all right well you want to say anything i said what i said my piece okay all right there we go all right well it's been fun enjoy the start to your week talk to you on thursday bye